listeners, here's an exciting interview from our time spent at Starfest 2013. Enjoy. Welcome to Real Nerds. I'm Brad, and with me is Ryan, as always, and we have two very special guests today at the Starfest 2013 uh, Denver. Uh, we have the filmmakers of a extraordinary local film called Adam the Amazing Zombie Killer. I'd like to welcome Richard Taylor and Zach Bynes. Well, hello, Real Nerds Podcast. Welcome back, actually. <laughs> yes, we've actually, we actually, we actually were on the Real Nerds podcast before. We uh, crashed the Denver Comic Con. That's right. And uh, yeah, we snuck in and hijacked their podcast. <laughs> that's right. Way to screw them out of their money. <laughs> but now, Brad, I, 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 I come to realize that you've seen the movie now. Uh, one of our screenings at the uh, Bug Theater. That's right. A, a local uh, theater here in Denver, Colorado, was screening our movie, and you actually caught the film. What did you think of the film? Um. I was skeptical at first because it is in the vein of trauma, so you don't know what kind of uh, yeah. you know, special effects and storytelling you're going to get. Um, I found it very charming. Well, thank you. Um, wow. And uh, inventive. Um, I believe the bowling ball through the chest death. Well, don't uh, give anything too much. <laughs> don't give too much away. Is, uh, it's a little taste, a little taste. I won't, I won't provide the context of that. Just Which is a sample, like from Sam's Club. Exactly. Uh, like I, from Sam's Club. I thought it was inventive. So, uh, because, it, because it is, of course, the uh, very first zombie movie not to feature any zombies. Adam the Amazing Zombie Killer might just be the first zombie movie not to feature any zombies. Right, Zach? I mean, not to call us Jess Franco, who makes a lot of terrible zombie movies that don't really have zombies. But yes, we're the first modern zombie movie. And would you say that's correct? Would you say that's a correct uh, statement? It is correct. And it's amazing how you uh, subvert uh, yes. your, your uh, mind's like, uh, idea of what like that premise is it's uh very creative well thank so, you so uh why don't you tell me uh, a little bit about the making of like uh where'd you get the idea um you know where'd you get your start in filmmaking sure uh well um me and zach we uh we went to the uh, colorado film school believe it or not which is in lowry um and uh we always had this idea to do a movie about a uh well we didn't want to do a zombie movie but we wanted to kind of make fun of the zombie uh the craze, yeah. We wanted to make fun of that kind of thing. Is so, it a genre that you think is kind of like overdone? Drilled, overdone, drilled into just the a ground. little bit. I think we have a. a we grew up watching zombie movies. We loved them a lot, but anymore, they're a dime a dozen. You could go to Walmart and get a twenty pack for a quarter. So we just think there's a little too many. Uh, there's too many uh, low budget zombie uh, films out there, and we're in our film. And our film is in there too, but it definitely once you watch it, I think you discover that it's not the typical low budget zombie movie. It's something. What about the, the same story that all yeah, have exactly. No, it's definitely different. What and is it about the genre that you think is uh, makes it so popular with people? Like that's a good question. I, I think a lot of it has to do with the George Romero roots of it relating to social times. Right now, Walking Dead is the biggest thing zombie wise, and even just pop culture wise, it's one of the most popular things right now. I think it's because people can relate. Like, what would I do in this situation? And it has all the different social, you know, subtext of what's happening right now, you know, related to terrorism or world issues. But they relate that with zombies, you know, kind of taking the place of certain things. And I just like corpses coming back from the dead. And I like blood and guts. It's <laughs> <laughs> a simple man. And simple I like and I, and I like and I like boobies. So uh, let's get some blood, gore, boobies. And we'll make a good movie. And I think that's that's what we have in Adam the Amazing Zombie Killer. 
These are all uh, essential things to uh, a zombie movie that's not quite a zombie movie. Um, <laughs> exactly. But it's a bowling... What, what we describe to people, it is a bowling zombie horror comedy. It's like Dawn of the Dead meets Big Lebowski. Correct. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a very good combination. Like a lot of... I could, you can definitely reach a wide audience with like that combination. Right, right, right. Um, how did you guys start working together? Um, well, we like met at school. Yeah, we met in school, and like, uh, what was we, your first project? Back that, like, in middle school, we we've known each other. Well, uh, uh, we 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 kind of discovered the films of Troma, uh, Toxic Avenger, Class of Newcomb High, Cannibal the Musical, uh, stuff like that. People who are unfamiliar with Troma, like so what, what are those films what like? What Troma is is they're a low budget horror studio that that they like to have a lot of the three B's are what make their movies blood boobs and beasts so there's lots of blood lots of boobs and plenty of beasts to throw around and and you know when you're a 14 year old boy that's like the best thing you can ever see and I still haven't grown out of watching plenty of boobs blood and beasts on <laughs> the screen that's right and uh, Troma just they had special features on their DVDs which made filmmaking easy it looked it looked like you could do it so me and Zach, we started to try to make our own films, and we started we just making very low-budget films, but we wound up making uh, it so uh, big, if you will, we started working with Troma, actually, and we went on to make uh, Poultry Geist, Night of the Chicken Dead, with Troma. Nice. Uh, doing blood all, guts and... Yeah, all the blood, and, so blood you, and gore in there. So you've worked with Lloyd Kaufman. Yes, we've worked yeah, that like? directly with Lloyd Kaufman. Uh, it, it it's very tough at times. He's he's a very tough director. When you're working with your hero and then he yells at you because you're not making turds correctly, like <laughs> that is one of the most heartbreaking moments you could ever have in your life. But then we became friends with him, and he's really nice. And he was nice enough to uh, make a cameo in our film, Adam Amazing Zombie Killer. That's right. That's I, right. I remember he was in that. Um, he, he's in there. What's the one thing uh, that you took away from like watching his process? Like, what did you? We basically learned how to trick people to work in work on your movie for no pay. So <laughs> our movie took four years to make, and uh, we didn't pay a single person on set. But we, we had them keep showing up. We shot late-night shoots that would start at 10 at night and get over at 6 in the morning, and there'd be no food on set. But we, like, you know basically did the trauma system and brainwashed our casting crew so they would keep showing yeah, up. Yeah, we basically learned that filmmaking is, like, it's serious. You take it seriously. Don't take yourself seriously, but you need to take your filmmaking very seriously. And we we learned that when you're on set, it's all about the film. It's not about a party. It's not a party. There's no alcohol. There's no there's no drugs. That's right. It's it's not right. It's all about filmmaking. Well, because we um, we had uh, some actors on set that we you know had to let go just because they would show up constantly drunk. And drunk. You can't work with drunk actors on set. And I believe you've seen the movie, right, Brad? You would you yeah. would you would. Would you say that the uh, the slashers, who are some of the bad guys, the uh, the uh, bad guys who are in red, they they, they they seem very intoxicated on screen. Would you agree with that? They seem intense. <laughs> <laughs> Intent? Um, no, they were intoxicated. <laughs> and that is that is tough to deal with. So as you know, we always request our actors not to show up drunk, because most people are like we're making a movie. You know, movies are fun, but they're a lot of work and. You what get you see done. 90 minutes on screen is, you know, hundreds of hours. And we learned and we learned how to make blood. We learned how to do special effects very cheap and make them look, you know, passable. So, uh, speaking of like tricking like trying to convince <laughs> actors or tricking them into like working um, and this is going to sound perverse, but like 
obviously you have you know bare tits in the movie. How sure. do you convince uh, actresses to bear it? Like, well, we're gonna make you a star, kid. Being a total about <laughs> Your name it. in lights. <laughs> That's big a- time Hollywood producers. You want to be an actress, right? You know where Marissa Tomei got her start? She showed her tits way in the beginning. <laughs> basically, you got to put on the old timey Hollywood voice. Or like, at gay. That's true. It's like no, hun. This is how we sell films. Uh, you just got to find, I mean, it's really hard to find somebody dedicated and uh, who understands your vision, but you just keep looking, don't give up, you'll find somebody. Luckily, we did. And, and honestly, like all the social networking sites, I'm sure you have a few hot, skanky friends on Facebook that get topless in your movie. I don't. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe that for a bit. I bet we could go through your friends list and find at least one. There's probably some like uh, you know very chaste-looking girls that if you really got to know them, they're just total plus yeah heathens. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, so you've also uh, got. Ryan's, hey, Ryan's over there laughing. Yeah, what what like, made him laugh? Ryan's a terrible interviewer. I could do this so much better. He hasn't said one word to us. He's scared of us. <laughs> um, I've seen Poultry Geist. You've seen Poultry Geist, Night of the Chicken Dead? I have. Okay. And what did you think of Poultry Geist, Night of the Chicken Dead? It was about dead chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and music. It was a musical, remember? Oh, yeah. It was It was definitely one of those movies. I, I subject myself sometimes on Netflix to yes. pick some random um, I don't want to say crap, but some random B movie. B movies, and term. every once in a while, I see what Poultry Guys wasn't that bad. I saw it in the same time when I saw uh, what was another like killer Thanks Killing. Oh, Thanks Killing, yeah. Yeah, so I watched those back to back, and Poultry Guys was the better That's of the a good two. Double feature. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another local uh, thing, uh, you have a local celebrity in your movie, uh, Uncle Nasty. Yes, Uncle Nasty and Man Need, who were partners in crime during the uh, KBPI days. Uh, they're no longer with that radio station, but uh, that's a radio station here in uh, Denver, Colorado. And uh, and we also have a Colorado uh, celebrity, Maris the Great, in a film, in a cameo role. And he's a uh, he's just a very gay zombie who goes to metal shows and, and acts he, gay. He kills and molests metal bands. It's it's very odd, I know, but this he, is he actually Ernest the Great uh, opened Ozfest like a few years ago, and he toured with Ozfest and would would announce all the bands and then probably go fondle. You might remember the uh, part he's in where the man's eating the hot dog. And uh, fill in the blank, what Maris the Great <laughs> might be eating. Is it that, is it that was the a guy who hibernates. I heard he hibernates. Didn't someone just tell us about yeah, him? Yeah, that's why he says he hibernates. Right that's now. why I hit you. I think someone just mentioned. Well, watch him. out if if you if you ever meet him, he he will lick your hand if you go shake his if you go to shake his hand, he'll lick your hand. So watch out. Wow. Okay. Anyway. I, 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 yeah, someone told I know about enough of America. You know the, guy with the pink mohawk. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, the pink mohawk. That's yeah, right. Like, it sounds familiar, but I don't remember. And it, was, I was, it was now. Glenn. I remember. It was from watching your movie. <laughs> and we also have cameos by Lloyd Kaufman. And uh, who else is in there? I think you are in the film, Zach. That's right, I and I am in. I'm in the movie too, and and uh, not by choice, but <laughs> but 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 we're in there too. Some actors quit on us. Uh, did we mention that you're also celebrating uh, something tonight? Uh, That's right. Regarding the film. That's right. We're here at Starfest. It's our one year anniversary. We are we, showing this movie one year to the day to the hour in the same exact room where the movie first premiered. And oh, that's wow. right. And when it first premiered, we it was so fresh, uh, we couldn't get it to burn on DVD. We we brought my lap. We brought my desktop to the convention here, and we played the movie right out of Final Cut Pro. It was so nerve wracking. Wow. The film hadn't been That's color corrected. Close. It was <laughs> just yeah. It was. It was. Oh man, I was a wreck last year. But yeah, this year is actually fun. Last year was intense because <laughs> we were. 
We were showing this movie on the computer, which never played through once in the entire history of this movie without <laughs> crashing the computer. Yeah, a lot of the effects would not play. It always would uh, time out. Anyway, um, it's the big one-year anniversary, so we're hoping to have a really big crowd tonight. Um, but uh, what was I saying? What were you saying, Brad? We no, it's, it's the one. Year, I was trying to get yeah. you to say it's the one-year anniversary. It's the one-year anniversary. So it, it, it's the one-year anniversary, it's been, everybody. It's been out for a year in the ether, uh, and um, how long did it take to make the movie? Like, how long did it take? Adam, to the this? Amazing Zombie Killer took about four years to make, from pre-production to the end oh of uh, editing. And uh, you know, we took a while writing it, and we and shooting the movie took a while, just because uh, we had, you know, we weren't paying anybody, so it was hard to get actors who would work for free. And we shot the movie in bowling alleys, which we ended up shooting in five different bowling alleys because some of them got, you know, foreclosed on by the bank because of, you know, it's a terrible economy. And so. we had a few actors quit on us and a few actors pass on us, so uh, things were tough. And Is that the most challenging part of the whole process? Like, losing it. Well, once we lose an actor, we have really to get the a... the most challenging part was getting everybody in the same room at the same time. That's hard, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. It's just hard. Filmmaking's hard. So it took us four years to make this film. If you could come out sometime when you see us promoting a screening and just donate an hour of your time to watch our movie, it would really mean a lot to us because... Uh, Hey, we're Denver m local filmmakers yeah, here. Yeah, so. Denver local filmmaking. Yeah, right? and we and we we've been I've showing seen it. It's a it's a fun time. It really yeah. is. It's a good time, and it's one of those movies you can really just sit down and have a good time with. It's you not just enjoy it. It's just yeah, fun. yeah. It's not the kind of movie where you're gonna learn something at the end of the film. <laughs> or maybe you can. You could learn that I like watching lots of tits and violence. Yes, <laughs> and you will violence. get the theme song stuck in your head. Uh, the Radioactive Chicken Heads, who do our amazing theme song, uh, did a very good job and uh, made a very catchy theme song, which I know you will be which is singing. very reminiscent of the Dickies' Killer Clowns from Outer Space theme song. Oh, giving oh now I remember. There's also some animation in it. And is that all you again? We, I, I did. Yes, we uh, we did a very... Uh, we wanted to draw the audience in right from the beginning, so we did a... We, we're, we're fans of the 80s... Uh, um, title sequences where they're all animated. Like so we did. I shrunk the kids so we did. So we did an animated uh, opening, which yeah, I did. We did some claymation. Yeah. And uh, we did like, some I'm cell animation. Now, like, like that's what initially like caught me in. Like is obviously visually striking, but yeah. Like, wow, like for a you know a local low budget film, like they're able to incorporate animation is impressive. Yeah, I mean so. that animated that animated opening almost killed me though. I mean I, I was pushing <laughs> my limits. After filming the movie for four years and then taking another like six months to do an animated opening, I was just like, "What do you, shoot what do you me. animate with?" It, uh, obviously hand drawn, but like in the computer, like do you use After Effects or? Um, or um, Flash is what I used for that. Wow, okay. Yeah, I used Flash. That was all Flash. But all the all the the claymation was actual stop motion done on set. Yeah, no, that was all done set. Yep. Nice. So. Anyway, yeah, I'd love if people came out and saw a screening sometime. Yeah. If they go to AdamTheAmazingZombieKiller.com. A-T-O-M. It's A-T-O-M, like right. the molecules of life. AdamTheAmazingZombieKiller.com. They can see we have a section for screenings and and see a screening near yeah. you. What's the next one? Because obviously uh, right, people uh, aren't going to be able to make it tonight. The next <laughs> screening, the next screening uh, is in Salt Lake City at a place called Bruvies Cinema Pub. And uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to make that one, but... Uh, and I don't know when any more local uh, Denver screenings will happen, but uh, 
maybe somebody who's listening uh, owns a theater or knows, knows a place. A theater manager who would be willing to show our movie. We we've shown everywhere. We've shown in distilleries. We've shown in strip clubs. In abandoned we've, banks. We've showed in <laughs> banks. It, we've just shown this film everywhere. So it doesn't matter. We're we're not picky. We just want to we want to get the film out. We want people to see the movie that we worked four years. On. <laughs> That's right. But we want we want people to see the film in an audience setting. So we haven't really released a DVD yet. Um, but we did release a VHS. I know I saw that. That was, that was uh, impressive because it's, it fits the style of like trauma films. Like yeah, like most of them well, came out in the eighties. Very retro, right? Very retro. When, so when I we, think a DVD is almost too clean. Well, when <laughs> we grew up, like we, you know, we're definitely the video store generation. We grew up, you know, thinking, oh, how cool, you know. How cool would it be to see our movie on the video store shelf, like on VHS, like a brand new VHS of our movie? And so, so like we had, you know, we did them ourselves. And for fans of the film who kept asking us, when will the film be released? We we just said we'll make fifty VHSs. That'll 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 be that'll suit the fans for a while because yeah, we're like fi- we're trying to find distribution for the for the big worldwide DVD, hopefully Blu-ray release. Um. Are, are the VHS still available? Yes, we have about... But, but they're limited to a number of 50, and, I, and we've sold uh, about 20 of them, so... We've yeah. sold more than 20, Zach. We, I, well, we maybe have 20 left, so, 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 so you got to hurry. But you could get them on our website at atomtheamazingzombiekiller.com. And that, that's if we don't sell them all here at the Starfest convention. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. So you got them ready to go back there? In yeah, the- we're selling them here at our table. So. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, and we I got T-shirts. Yes, we're we're marketing. We got the out of the amazing zombie killer flamethrower. <laughs> we got. <laughs> it's, it's pretty impressive. Like I'm very timid. I'm like, hey, we're real nerds. Oh no, well, no! Like, well, that's, here's that's the poster. Th- it's be in loud. Your face. It's amazing. Well, that's the thing. It about, says amazing. Uh, the title. That's amazing. The thing about selling movies is is you can't just you know tell people about your movie. They want a personality attached to it. Like right. everybody, when you think of Star Wars, you think of George Lucas. Or when you think of E.T., you think of George Lucas. And you know when you think of Adam the Amazing Zombie Killer, you think of me and Richard. Like you're selling yourself as much as you're selling your movie. I don't think of George Lucas when I think of E.T. <laughs> you weren't paying attention at all. No, you? I guess I wasn't paying attention to any of that. <laughs> I love the Sesame Street Return of the Living Dead shirt you're wearing. Oh, I thank you. Yeah, it's uh, Tar Man send, Supreme. Send more Muppets. <laughs> this is a podcast. Nobody can see his fucking shirt. <laughs> I know. I just described it, though. Okay, oh! Ernie is running from Tar Man. He's, uh, what's his name? He's the mortician like, in it. Hey, Bert, you know, why don't we send more paramedics? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, Ernie. <laughs> Well, that, that was, was horrible. Yeah, I never heard of that. Like that. Yeah, I know. That was uh, money. And you get a hair on the Real Nerds podcast. Yeah. Real Nerds! Before, doing real impressions. <laughs> Before we derail ourselves any further, uh, thanks for coming on the show, guys. Well, no problem. This was amazing. Man. And I, um, I'm so happy to see you guys here. What are you working on next? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, actually, we have just finished and completed our uh, new music video for the AOKs, a local ska punk band. Uh, if you go on your computer and type in misled cookie, misfortune cookie. Oh, misfortune cookie. I'm sorry, I got the title wrong. Misfortune cookie. Uh, you will be able to find our new project we just got done. Right, Zach? That's right, Richard. And, and <laughs> yeah, we're just shooting, just shooting short films and music videos all around town. Nothing so. in the works just yet, but me and Zach really want to do something involving pinball next. Pinball and demon possessions. Yes. Untap pinball genre. Pinball Excellent. and demon <laughs> possessions. Uh, maybe a I don't know. We won't give too much away. Is there a genre you won't touch? <laughs> well, we don't really do serious, uh, dramatic movies. We we just don't know how to tell that story. We're funny. We're comic. We 
I mean, is we there, would never do a straight is there on nothing sacred. Like, we we, we make fun of anything. Even yeah, we'll make fun like of like dead babies. Oh yeah, well, oh yeah, dead babies. Like we have that Adam. He makes a zombie <laughs> killer. You know, don't you remember the uh, zombie baby in the film? You know what? I don't. The zombie. The, I don't know why I would forget that. You don't remember like the zombie vagina birth scene zomb- in the film? Vagina. I do now. <laughs> okay, you remember now? Okay, yeah. it's all coming back to him. Uh, We're giving so much away on this podcast. I hope I hope people are still interested in the film. <laughs> they they will like it, it, even if they're even if they figured out what the film is by now. Like it still deserves to be seen. Like yes, there's yeah, there's your imagination, but like really seeing what you guys have accomplished, uh, yeah, they should they should give it a chance. It's, Thank you. So uh, it means yeah. a lot. Thanks for being on the show, guys. Thanks, Thanks for again. Us. Thank you, real nerds. Thanks, and you guys, guys are real nerdy. <laughs> Oh, we are. <laughs> we are, unfortunately. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this interview from Starfest 2013. The Real Nerds will see you next year. Thank you so much for listening to Real Nerds Podcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can also stream us on Stitcher Radio. Email us, realnerds at gmail.com. Visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can tweet us, at real underscore nerds. Call us, 720-6nerds5. Like us on Facebook. This has been a Nebulous Visions production. Until next week, bye.